right, so we pick up at the, top of the bottom of Yud Dalit Amun Bet 14b. Uh, we had been uh, the, quoting the Mishnah, that short little bullet point Mishnah. So it says, Al P Adim. Uh, what does it mean, payment on the basis of witnesses? Uh, uh, then it says, Prat le more beknas. Right, so what happens is, is that uh, that excludes uh, someone who admits uh, that he is uh, liable to pay the fine. And then afterwards, Adim come. Uh, then he is exempt to pay it. For example, uh, if someone steals something, uh, the, the Torah says he has to pay back double uh, what he stole. Uh, but really what happens is if he comes and admits, he says, listen, you know what, I admit I actually stole it uh, before witnesses come. Uh, then uh, what happens is in that situation uh, he only has to pay uh, the one times. Uh, he had to just pay back what he stole, uh, but he doesn't have to pay back double. If, however, he denies st- stealing it and then witnesses come, uh, that is in that case he has to pay double. So that's what we're talking about here. Uh, if, uh, you know, he, he says uh, that he, even if he admits he's liable to pay a fine, uh, then uh, he, uh, he, he, uh, th- that's through, uh, you know, so, so you know, that excludes that person who says he admits already. So that was done probably uh, for the, the sake of Chiva, so people own up uh, to what they've done and they say that they have, uh, you know, they, they, they feel sorry about it and therefore it gives them an opening and also we, we, we benefit them financially uh, to, to do that. Okay. All right. Uh, this is good according to that opinion. That is good according to the opinion that holds us, which is the majority opinion. You admit uh, to, to, to something, well then you, you exempt uh, from the additional level of fine uh, that is uh, given to you, however uh, you are exempt. But there is an opinion out there that says, uh, if you, even though you admit, if witnesses come along afterwards and say, say uh, that you have done it, well then you'd be liable uh, for double. So it says, no, say for its So, no, we need it. Uh, that, that does not include any other case. Uh, we need it for the last part uh, of uh, this, uh, uh, that teaches us that, that people. Um, uh, you know, are, are uh, that people are both uh, non-slaves, free men, and uh, and also Jewish people of the covenant. Okay, so it says bnei chorin um, uh, would, ex- would exclude slaves. It says they're free people, which would exclude slaves. Bnei brit will come along. Members of the covenant means uh, to exclude uh, non-Jews, uh, and we just comment on that last bit. Utsricha, you need to mention both of them. Uh, these last two exclusions, if you'd only taught the case of a slave, uh, that you exclude a slave, uh, that um, you might have thought, uh, you might have thought that he, he can't serve as a witness uh, because he's got no yichus. We're not really sure who his father is. Slaves are promiscuous and uh, we're not quite sure. This guy, uh, even though he's, uh, he's, his mother was, in inverted commas, married uh, to uh, her husband, so uh, she, she sleeps around. So, so in that situation, he's got no yichus. So we're not sure about it. You might have excluded that. Avagoy diyeshlo yachas with a non-Jew. Uh, he has got lineage. Uh, that is. Um 
we we quoted it uh, in in previous Gemaras uh, in Nashim uh, where we said uh, um, we we quoted uh, like a line a, a non-Jewish uh, says he was the son of so and so and the son of so and so which means there is uh, lineage over there. Uh, so in that situation, uh, you might have thought, law, uh, you might have thought uh, that uh, he's uh, he's got lineage. You would say no, uh, he the the, the it's. Um, uh, he, he might be qualified uh, to serve uh, as, as a witness, okay? Uh, and therefore, uh, we teach us, no, uh, that's not the case. Vyashmin and Goy, and if you'd only taught uh, the, the combination of non-Jew, because he is not, um, uh, the, he's got no connection to mitzvot, uh, non-Jew, he's, you know, there's no, uh, he's got, I mean, there are the seven mitzvot of B'nai Noach, but they're not anything like uh, the Jewish mitzvot. So he's got no concept of mitzvot. Aval, Eved, Deshaikh, mitzvot. But when he comes to a Canaanite slave, uh, he has got an idea, an understanding of mitzvot. He has to do the mitzvot of a woman. You might think, I am a law. Uh, you might think that uh, um, he is qualified as well. Uh, uh, therefore, Tzricha. Uh, that's why we need both of them to exclude them and say, listen, it's got to be. Um, uh, you know, b- both uh, people are accepted as witnesses uh, in this instance, uh, can't be non-Jews uh, and can't be slaves. Yeah, because uh, what you might have thought uh, was actually uh, that maybe those were the type of people uh, that might have been there uh, at the time and therefore you would accept uh, what they say. Uh, maybe the, uh, the, the slaves or something were going helping out uh, with the animals and they saw what the ox did. You might have thought uh, on a, on a uh, circumstantial level that uh, they would have seen exactly what happened. Uh, therefore, the Mishnah teaches you uh, that you can't uh, take their word into account. All right, uh, it says, Vanashim Nezek, and women are also included in that lockers of damage. Amina and Amini, where do we have this from? Uh, and if this is familiar, uh, because this has. Uh, uh, um, appeared uh, recently in Kedushin as well. It appears actually, I think, uh, eight times uh, in Shas uh, when, I, when, I, when I checked all the different um, uh, times. That, uh, not that I went to each uh, source, but I saw that it was listed uh, all, like, I think, eight times. Uh, and so we've had this uh, a few times before so far. I think we had it in Pesachim as well. Amrav Yehuda, Amrav, V'chayin Tana, Devar Rabbi Shmuel, Amakra. So the verse says, Ishu Isha, Ki Yaseh, Mikol Chatot. It says, when a man or woman uh, should commit any of the sins of a person, uh, what is that? Uh, it says when they, they commit any of the sins, when it says a man or a woman uh, and talks about committing sins, they compare them, a man to a woman, or equal, uh, they're all punishments. In the Torah, a woman would get uh, the same as a man. Uh, that is one source, okay? Either Rabbi Yudah in the name of Rav or Rabbi Shmuel uh, that taught the following. Tani, but I, Rabbi uh, Elazar Tana, the, the school of Rabbi Elazar said, uh, These are the Mishpatim, the laws uh, that uh, you should set uh, before them, okay? The laws between, uh, you know, daily laws, interaction between man and man, uh, that is civil laws. Okay, so what, what you do, the, uh, that's the opening of Pashat Mishpatim, uh, which is, we've been dealing a lot with. Uh, over these weeks, uh, it says when he does any, you know, he should put before them. It doesn't say be put, be put before men, it says put before them. Uh, means uh, men and women are equated uh, together, they are the same. Uh, so we, we have uh, punishments, and now we have dinim, i.e., uh, laws uh, in the Torah, uh, in interpersonal laws between man and man. Uh, the school of Chizkiah and Rabbi 
when an ox kills someone, it kills a man or woman. Again, uh, a little bit later, 29, 29th verse of, uh, of chapter 21 in, uh, in um, Parshat Meshpatim in, in Shemot, uh, that uh, the, the, the chapter 21, verse 29, uh, ox kills a man or woman, man and woman are included together, they are equal uh, in, the, in the Torah when it comes to death penalties. All right, so we've given three different sources, Utrika, and we need all three uh, sources, Diashmin and uh, Kamata, and if you'd only taught uh, the first source, you might have thought, Hatam Hu Dechas Rahmana, it's only there when the Torah uh, was uh, merciful uh, and had uh, uh, pity on the um, uh, on a woman, what's the kapara? Uh, because uh, if a woman did something wrong, she needs kapara, right? And uh, she, she, uh, why should she get punished uh, with regard to uh, you know something that she did? So, so therefore, she needs kapara. Uh, she needs atonement. So therefore, uh, that is why uh, she would have to, when a man or woman you know does any of the sins, means they bring an, an animal uh, to, uh, sacrifice to atone for that sin. Uh, and therefore, uh, that, that is, uh, uh, that's that. So you might have thought, maybe she needs kapara. Aval dinim, uh, when it comes to uh, laws between man and man, uh, that, uh, you know, how, how society functions, ish, devar, maso matan, in ishalo. Men, uh, it's the way of a man to go out and, uh, and do business. Women, uh, in the times of the Gomorrah, uh, pretty much stayed at home and looked after the family, so therefore women aren't involved in business. And therefore, uh, you might thought, think that she's uh, not the same as a man when it comes to that. Uh, therefore, it teaches us that she is uh, 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 exactly the same as a man uh, when it comes to uh, business laws as well. Uh, and therefore, v'yashmin and dinim, and if you'd only taught uh, the case of dinim, keiki tahave la chiyuta, and you might have thought the case of dinim, uh, they're equal to men when it comes to business, uh, that is only because she needs to live. And how else are you going to live if she can't uh, be the same as a man when it comes to uh, laws? You know, it, it works both, works both ways. Uh, if, if she wasn't, uh, if, if monetary law wasn't applicable to her, so a woman would end up stealing, uh, no one would want to supply them, it would be tremendously detrimental. So both ways, uh, it would be uh, bad for women. So therefore, you say, how else is she going to live? Uh, and therefore, we say she's got the same laws as a man. About Kapara, when it comes to uh, Kapara atonement, it says is to bar mitzvah in Isha uh, to love bar mitzvah law. Uh, when it comes to men, he's got more commandments, so he is a bar mitzvah, uh, whereas, whereas a woman has less uh, commandments. You might have thought uh, she's not as in urgent need of kapara as a man. Therefore, we teach us uh, that no, uh, they are the same uh, with regard to both. So those are those. That's why it explains those two sources. Viashmin and Hani Tatan. If you'd only taught uh, the laws of punishment and dinim, Hacha Mishum Kapara. Because a woman needs kapara and needs atonement, and she also needs to be able to exist uh, and therefore uh, and sustain herself. Aval, Lenian, Katala, when it comes to the death penalty, you might have thought uh, that. Um, 
the man who's obligated in all mitzvot, uh, then if, uh, if the ox kills him, uh, then uh, it, it, the, the person, the owner of the ox, would have to pay kofir because, after all, uh, a man has to uh, do mitzvot. A woman uh, does, has to do less mitzvot. Uh, therefore, you might think that he's not liable, uh, and therefore we teach us that he is uh, liable the same as a man. An ox kills a man or a woman, uh, it's the same. Yashmin and kofir, and if it only taught us the case of this kofir, of this uh, p- uh, penalty, this ransom payment, uh, with regard to that, you might have thought Mishum Dika Echabed Nesham Ibud Neshama, because uh, the, the, now uh, the, there's someone that's been killed over there. That's why you compare the two of them. Aval Hani Tate, the other two cases uh, when it says Deleka Ibud Neshama, when it comes to Kapara, uh, when it comes to atonement, when it comes to, to business law, uh, you might have thought there's no loss of life there. Uh, we can afford to be more lenient uh, and, uh, and, and exclude uh, women from there. Aim Law. Uh, therefore, so we say in all of these three cases, uh, we, we equate a man to a woman when it comes uh, to uh, all the punishments in the Torah, all, all, all civil law in the Torah, and also uh, killing in the Torah as well. They are equal to a man in all those respects. Okay, now, Vanizak Vamazik, Betashlumim. All right, so now we move on. Uh, it says the, the, the person who was damaged, the injured party, and also the one who did the damage, uh, they're liable uh, for the payment. All right, so now we're going to. Uh, uh, this is a, a, a very fundamental concept uh, that we're going to be dealing with over here, and uh, and, and the Gemara is going to spend uh, quite a bit of time uh, on this, and and, and and so this is a, a, something that we're going to see come up uh, over and over again. Uh, so uh, so here we go. Uh, it says Itmar Palga Niska Rapapso the mount uh, the the half of the damage. Right. So now we're talking here about an ox that is a tam. Right. An ox that uh, is is. Uh, uh, um, considered to be fairly tame uh, and uh, the question is uh, when, it, when it damages uh, with its horn um, uh, when, it gores, when it gores another animal uh, then it only has to pay half damages Okay, so it says Palga Nizka half damages. Uh, what do, how do we look at it? Rapapa Mar Mamona. Rapapa says it is monetary. Uh, you know, repaying the money, uh, half of the money. Rafuna Bereda Rav Yeshua Amar Knasa. It is actually a fine. Okay, so uh, it's, it's, you know, so what does that mean? Uh, the Gemara says Rapapa uh, Amar Mamona. Rapapa says uh, monetary. So uh, basically, Kasava he says generally, Stamshvarim law bechezkat shimur kaiman. Ordinary oxen, uh, right? Uh, even though they haven't been horned beforehand, uh, you also you got to be worried. <coughs> about them. In other words, uh, oxen aren't, uh, you know, t- tame and, uh, and, and uh, you know, in general, uh, they, they are wild animals, right? They, they, they can uh, be uh, aggressive, right? And even though they haven't been aggressive before, doesn't mean uh, that they uh, won't be aggressive now. Uh, therefore, a person's always got to uh, watch out uh, for them. So even though you haven't been warned before, uh, you've always got to watch out uh, what your ox is going to do, okay? Uh, it's, it's, it's a love it's not under uh, automatic uh, guardianship, right? Uh, therefore, Kaman, really what should happen uh, because of this, you should be paying full damages. Uh, the same way, uh, if an ox goes and, and eats something uh, or, or stands on something uh, or kicks something, you know, that, that type of thing, uh, you should you pay full damages uh, for that, uh, even the first time, because that's a normal uh, behavior. So therefore, uh, generally, you would pay full damages. Rahmana, who and therefore uh, uh, the 
Torah itself uh, was lenient uh, upon him because he, has, he wasn't warned before. There's no uh, warning uh, before. The ox is not a muad. The word eared comes from, you know, like muad, uh, and the ox is a muad. Uh, right, so he hasn't been forewarned, uh, the Torah. So the Torah has not uh, yet been told about this. Uh, I mean, the owner has not been told uh, officially about this, and therefore we are lenient. The first three times we are lenient on this guy and say, listen, uh, without, without uh, forcing him to pay full damages, okay? Okay, that is Rapapa, it's all monetary. Ravuna, Braid of Ravshu Amar. No, he says, Amar Knasa, he says, actually, the half damages is actually a fine. Uh, what is his view? He says, Ksava Shtab Shavarim, Becheskat Shimur Kaima. He says, Ox. Oxen are generally uh, fairly docile, uh, and therefore you're not really going to have a problem uh, with an ox. It's all in, it's interested in just uh, grazing in the field, and it's, uh, it's uh, a fairly good ox, uh, and therefore uh, you don't have to really be worried about them. Okay, so they're under uh, you know guardianship really. It says who la So therefore, the first three times uh, it does something, uh, even if it goes, uh, we say that's abnormal behaviour. Uh, this ox is a good ox uh, just did some bad things over here and therefore uh, really uh, you shouldn't have to pay so generally you should be exempt 100% you wouldn't have to pay anything because it's really abnormal uh, for this ox to, ox to have done this of uh, Rahmana who the Kansua right the Kansai Kiyaki Lintera Torah therefore what happens is uh, the Torah comes along and imposes this penalty uh, upon you uh, to come along and to teach you that uh, you have to look after your ox now uh, you have to you have to uh, be very careful how you uh, behave around, you know that you've got to keep this ox under control so therefore he says the penalty really you should pay zero and now you're paying 50 percent uh, as opposed to Rapapa who says really you should pay 100 percent but the Torah was lenient on you and made you pay 50 percent really 100 but you're given a discount to 50 but it's all money you should pay 100 uh, but you've got a, uh, a you know similar to early payment discount as it were so you're only paying 50 percent whereas Ravuna uh, the son of Rav Yeshua, he says, no, uh, really it should be zero, uh, but there's a penalty uh, uh, of, you know, of 50%. Okay, so now, uh, so now how do we, we uh, you know, who's right over here? And that, that's what the Gemara uh, says, you know, what, what is it, Rav Papa um, uh, versus Rav Huna, the son of Rav Yeshua. Okay, Tanan, Hanizak Vamazik Pateshlum. We learned in the Mishnah, uh, both the, the person who was damaged, the injured party, and the one liable for the damage are, are connected, uh, in, involved in the payment. Bishlam. Uh, this works out well, uh, according to Rav Papa, uh, who says that the half the payment is really a monetary thing. Really, because what happens is uh, that uh, the, the damager only pays 50%. So it means that uh, the, the, the person who was damaged, okay, the injured party, uh, he should have got 100, but meanwhile he shares in the loss because he only gets back 50%. You can understand that uh, quite clearly. Uh, if you would say half damages are a knas, uh, are a penalty, hashta love, didai shakil tashlumim. You know, uh, so it says, what about the, if it, is it a fine? It means that he should have got zero, and now, is it a kind of bonus? Uh, he gets 50%. You know, what's he sharing in? Tashlumim, uh, 80. You know, so, so, so that's it. So it, it says, um, 
He's already taken what's not his. But Tashlumim Aiti, you know, so so how's he involved in the in the in the payment in the Tashlumim part of it? So the Gemara says, Law Nitzuka Ella Liftot Nevela. So basically, the way we understand it is that when he's at a loss because, as we saw a few days ago on Daf Yud, that what happens is is that the minute his ox, if his ox gets killed. Uh, it's the injured party who has to look after the ox, and he bears uh, until it, until it comes to court. He bears the the loss in case it depreciates. Uh, that uh, you have to uh, work out how much it's, it's worth at the time of death. Uh, but you have to uh, if you don't get, you have to go along and get money for that. So immediately you've got to go rush off uh, and and sell it uh, very quickly in order for it to to not uh, you know, stay in the in the pit uh, for another. A uh, few days, and then it will become worthless. Uh, so you have to pull it out the pit and sell it uh, quickly to someone uh, who eats that type of meat, etc. And therefore, uh, that is so the, the the loss he shares in the loss of the carcass if it would depreciate in value. Uh, that's why he's involved in the in the loss as well. Patach benevela, pachat nevela, haetana lareisha. But when the value of the carcass decreases, uh, we already taught that in the first part of the. Mishnah. Uh, we said uh, payment uh, for damage, which means uh, we had this uh, to say that uh, the the um, uh, the person has to look after uh, the nevela. He has to, to get uh, he owns uh, the carcass as well, and exactly he's he's liable for any depreciation. So we had that uh, earlier. We don't need this uh, to teach us as well. Uh, no, the Gemara says chada b'tam v'chada uh, really, we need to teach both. Uh, why? Because you have to teach in the case of, of the of the tam as well as the muad. In both cases, uh, we would say that uh, the, uh, the the injured party uh, it is a responsibility to look after the car because you have to teach it uh, with both uh, a, a tame ox as well as an ox that was warned. Because you need both of them. Why? Uh, if you don't, if you taught it with a case of this tame ox, mishum akate you might think that. Uh, and only there uh, that uh, the the owner um it hasn't been uh, the owner of the ox. It hasn't been worn beforehand. So you might think this guy uh, is looking has to. Therefore, we we, we lay, like lenient on him, and therefore it's the injured party who has the responsibility of looking after the ox. Of muad, You might think when it, when the ox is muad and warned, and then it does go cause damage, and the owner was told to look after it, he never looked after it. You might think, well, it's all his responsibility, uh, and uh, and therefore now we say no. Even in that situation, uh, the injured party has got to look after the carcass. Yashmin and muad. And if you'd only taught the case of Muad, uh, you might have thought in that case uh, that uh, because he's getting the full amount of his damage, uh, and as we're going to see in later um, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, chapters, uh, that uh, what, we, what we have uh, is uh, even maybe even later this chapter, uh, but we're going to see it definitely in later chapters. If, if the ox uh, if, if is, a, is a, a Muad, you have to pay full damages, uh, and you have to pay that with land, as we, we, we touched on it. Uh, before, so uh, even if uh, the value of the damaged ox, let's say a very uh, uh, strong, um, uh, uh, you know, big ox uh, comes along, and uh, uh, sorry, let's say a lot of like um, uh, a very low, uh, a low. Um, 
which way does it go? Uh, so it says that uh, um, if, if the ox uh, that, you, uh, that, that got killed was worth a lot and the ox that did the damage was only worth a little, uh, then uh, the owner only pays back uh, up to the value of the lower, uh, of, the, of the lesser amount. Okay, so you might, but that's when it comes to a time. Uh, but when it comes to Muad, he has to pay full damages. So when you're getting your full damages back, it doesn't make a difference. However much the ox was worth, uh, uh, that was killed was worth, uh, that's how much a damage has to pay. Because he has to pay full amount, uh, therefore he can take a little bit of a uh, of uh, not a loss, uh, but uh, he has to rush off and get it. Um, uh, uh, look after the carcass. Aval, but Tam, uh, when it comes to Tam, aim a law uh, with regard to an ox where he's only liable for half of the damage uh, and, he's, uh, and he's losing um, uh, money anyway. You might think, uh, aim a law, you might think that uh, already he's losing half his money uh, and, uh, and uh, therefore uh, we don't try uh, say, listen, he's got to go to the hassle of looking after the carcass. Uh, therefore, uh, therefore, we need, uh, we teach uh, both of those cases as well. All right, so, so that's why why we need uh, the, the, the seemingly a repetition of it. So we must say Tashma when you pay half the damage. Uh, it says ma but ma bentam Uh So then uh, you know once once you pay uh, half the damage, uh, you know then what's the difference uh, then uh, between the tam and the muad? Right. So, so the question is, uh, what's the difference between the two of them? And it says that there's there's a mishnah uh, as we're going to see. There's tomorrow's mishnah. Uh, it says shatam mishleim chatzin nezik bigufor umuad mishleim nezik shalem mid edit. Right. So there's uh, you know where we to start seeing this principle uh, as well. Uh, the difference is uh, that if an ox is a ton, he pays half the damage uh, and it's, it's, it's to the value of the, of the actual um, uh, the damage of the, the sale of the, of the ox's body. Okay, so it actually is the other way around. A, uh, uh, a big, uh, strong uh, ox goes along and kills like a little... Um, uh, you know, uh, weakling oxen, and therefore it only, you only pay half of the value. It only comes from the body uh, of the actual ox as well. Okay, so uh, I think it works. It works both ways in any case. So actually, it, it uh, doesn't really make a difference in this instance. Over here, we'll get other cases where it does make a difference. But yeah, uh, you have to pay half, only half the damage, and only from uh, the body of the ox. Okay, and, uh, and that's it. So if the ox is worth less, uh, then uh, then then that, that's all you get. Okay, uh, whereas as uh, the owner of uh, Muad uh, goes and pays uh, full damages uh, from the high quality property. And if it would so that litni nami hai, you should have also, and if it, the, the damage caused by this uh, tam is considered a fine, uh, you should have also taught the following. Tam uh, that al-pi'atmo. Because as we saw, that's the principle. Uh, a, 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 a tame ox uh, doesn't pay uh, on the basis of the owner admitting. Muad mashlaim al uh, but a muad uh, pays uh, on, on, you know, pays on the basis of his own admission, right? If he admitted something, he would uh, then. Um you know, the, he would, he'd be liable for that. So why didn't he teach us that? Uh, Tan of Ashir. Okay, the Gemara says, okay, it could have taught that, uh, assuming that it is a, uh, um, uh, another difference. It is another difference, but he left it out. Okay, he left out certain things, including that one. Uh, the Gemara always says, as it does, my Ashir, the Ashir. What did he leave out uh, in, in addition to this uh, that uh, he, we wouldn't have known otherwise? Okay, we would, he doesn't just leave out one thing out of a whole list of things. So it says, show you, 
chetzi kofer. What happens if an ox kills someone? The owner doesn't pay half kofer, even if the ox is a tam. Uh, you pay uh, if he uh, either it's zero. Okay, there's no. Uh, if the ox is a tam, he doesn't pay anything. Uh, if the ox is a muad, he pays the full kofer. Okay, uh, that, that is that. So he left that out as well. That's also a, 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 a kofer is a knas uh, as well. So therefore, that's what he left out. Uh, if it was just uh, that case uh, that he left out, that's not considered an omission, okay? Uh, because of the fact uh, that uh, you would say, "Hi, money, Rabbi Yosef Lili." This is Rabbi Yosef Lili. Damatam Mashleim Chati Kofe. Because uh, according to the opinion of Rabbi Yossi, uh, he says there is such a concept of a Chati Kofe, uh, half uh, the amount uh, of, uh, of of this half the ransom, and therefore there's no difference uh, between uh, a tam and a muad. Okay. Uh, it's, it's got exactly the same laws, uh, half damages, half kofir, uh as well, according to Rabbi Yossi Hagalili. So that's not uh, an, a, a difference uh, between the two of them. Uh, so let's try again. Tashma, uh, uh, we learn from a Mishnah in Ketubot. Ha'amit, shoro et ploni. Someone admits, my ox killed uh, this person, or shoro et ploni, or my ox killed uh, that person's ox. Ha'aray zeh, mishalem al pi atmo. Uh, then, uh, then this person uh, pays on the basis of his own admission. Okay, so uh, he only pays. Um he pays on the basis of his admission. So what does it mean? Uh, my love, uh, but Tam, surely what we're talking about here uh, is with a Tam. So it means that uh, if you only pay half the cost of the damage uh, and you base it on your own admission, uh, which means that uh, surely uh, that it is a monetary amount and not a fine, okay? Uh, even though you admitted it, uh, that uh, you still have to pay half the damage. Uh, and therefore, that is exactly what a monetary amount is, uh, and it's not a fine. If it was a fine, as we, as we saw when we opened up today's sure, it says if it's a fine uh, and you admit to it, uh, then you don't have to pay anything, uh, 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 any part of that fine. Yeah, we see you still have to pay half. Uh, it is a, um, a monetary thing. And the Gemara says, law, abumwad. Uh, actually, no, uh, we are talking about a muad uh, the whole time. Uh, it says, aval tamai, uh, but what is the law with a tam? Hakinami, dain piatmo. With regard, if it was a tame ox that gored, you know, what would you say? That is that you don't pay on the basis of your own admission. Iachi, uh, if that is the situation, adatani sefer. Um, then rather than teaching the last part of the mission in Kutubot, Hamid Sharo et Avdo Shaploni, if admits uh, Maox killed uh, this person's slave, Canaanite slave, Ain Mashalem al It says, uh, don't, uh, he doesn't pay on the basis of his own admission. Seemingly, the admission over there uh, exempts him from the penalty in the situation. Lif Logniti Bidide, really what you should have taught and made the distinction in the actual case itself. Uh, so, uh, so if you want to do to say there's a difference between uh, uh, whether it's a fine or a penalty uh, with regard to admitting, instead of uh, introducing a new case, you should have done uh, uh, the, the, just based on that same case. And we would have said, uh, what the Mishnah could have said in that situation, what case do we say such a thing? Uh, with regard to an ox, uh, that was uh, a muad over there. That is why you don't pay. You do pay. Uh, with a muad aval, uh, but tam, a no mushalem, al piatmo. 
then he shouldn't pay on the basis of his own admission if it was a knas. Um, and uh, the Gemara says, uh, so, so surely it's monetary. And the Gemara says, no, kulam kamari. No, the reason that we didn't say this because it's not dealing with the time at all. Uh, it's talking. The whole Mishnah uh, speaks of a muad, and therefore uh, we can't bring a proof uh, whether this is. Uh, um, you know, from, from uh, this mission. It doesn't talk about half damage, it doesn't talk about anything. We said, listen, if it's a ton, you'd have to pay half. Uh, yeah, we say, no, it's a muad, so you, you're liable uh, at all points uh, for this, uh, uh, this animal. The Gemara says, Tashma. Um, Okay, so Tashma, uh, so we say this is the general principle, and this is actually the last part of that mission that we said. Anyone who pays more uh, than the cost of what he damaged, he uh, doesn't pay on the basis of his own admission, because by definition that is a fine. My love, surely the implication of that is uh, where you pay less, uh, that is uh, not a fine. Uh, and, uh, and that's it, surely it's, it's a monetary thing. Law, no, uh, it means that where you damage exactly what, uh, uh, what you damage, then you pay. Uh, but, but not if you damage more and not if you damage less. Uh, if you damage less, uh, is it really true that you don't have to pay? If that is the case, uh, then Adetani, instead of teaching anyone who damages more, uh, then uh, has to pay more than what he actually damaged. Uh, then uh, the implication is that it's a fine and he doesn't pay on the basis of his own admission. Uh, what should you have taught? A litany. Uh, it should have just said anyone who doesn't pay exactly uh, what he damaged. Uh, it would have included both the cases of more uh, than you damaged and also as well less than you damaged. That those two uh, would have been fine. So it's weird to you. Uh, we say that it refutes uh, the opinion uh, that it is a fine, it must just be a monetary amount uh, and uh, as per Rav Papa. However, Hilchata Pagan is Kakanasa, but Talach is that uh, the payment for half damages uh, is a fine. Okay, and, uh, and, and, and seemingly we do hold uh, like um, uh, Rav, Rav, uh, Rav Huna, uh, the son of Rav Yeshua over there. Uh, the Gemara says, how can you have? That, that doesn't make any sense. You have Tuvta and then you have Hilchata. How can you have Tuvta and Hilchata? You just refuse to that opinion. And I say the Lacha goes like it. Surely that's very strange. Uh, and uh, and uh, the Gemara says, in, you do have, we actually do go like that opinion. Tama, my, Havia, Tuvta, Vishum, the Lord, Kamoshi, is Really, uh, the reason uh, the Gemara says that it is a tiyufta uh, because of the, it, it doesn't, the Misha didn't teach anyone who doesn't pay kamor shezik as much as he damaged. Okay, uh, and that, that's why. If he, and then he doesn't pay that. It didn't teach that. Uh, it taught it in a more ambiguous way. Um, and, uh, and, 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 and that's at core. Uh, it taught it, it's, you know, it says more uh, than you damage. But really, uh, it, it, it means exactly it. Even though it didn't teach it, that's why we say it is not apparent from there. Because law, because uh, you couldn't make an absolute statement uh, about that. Because there is a half the cost of a damage with regard to 
to uh, Tsorot. Okay, pebbles. Really what happens is an animal's walking along uh, and it foot, uh, in the normal course of walking, uh, it foot, its foot hits a stone uh, and, and the stone jumps up and, uh, and, and smashes and breaks something. Uh, and we have a rule. We have a tradition. Uh, maybe. Uh, that is a case of uh, mamon. Uh, but you, you know, and, and uh, it, it's, even though it's monetary, uh, you only pay half the damages. Because of that exception, uh, it couldn't teach it um, uh, you know, in, a, in, a, in a flat way. Anyone who doesn't pay exactly uh, what it is. So it, it, it phrased it in the, in the more ambiguous term uh, more. But really, uh, it's not a, uh, a, a, a tiyufta at all, because we do follow like it's actually Rabbeinu Tam in Tosfot comes along and says, uh, said that uh, only when it says tiyufta uh, and then uh, tiyufta x uh, tiyufta, uh, which it sometimes does, that is a complete refutation. Yeah, uh, it means that it, uh, it, it, it's uh, problematic and therefore, but it, rest, uh, it uh, reinstituted what we, we said uh, before. All right, so now the Gemara says, Vahashta, Damata, Pauga, Niska, Kanasa. Now that you've said uh, that uh, the Allah is that half damages that you pay is a Kanas, is a, uh, a fine. Hi, Kalba, uh, Achal, Imra. So what happens with a dog uh, that eats a lamb? Okay, or Vishunra, Achla, Tanagola, or a cat uh, that eats a chicken? Okay, this is not normal. Mushunahu. Uh, we say this is a very strange kind of uh, behavior of law, Magbin Bavavel. So what Magbinain Bavavel. So what happens is in this situation uh, you can't uh, collect the, for, uh, for this damage in in Bavel. I Bavel outside of Eretz Israel, uh, where there were no. Uh, ordained judges and they didn't have a, uh, the, the functioning court system as they had in Eretz Israel. Uh, so therefore it's a knas and we don't judge uh, cases of, of penalties in Bava. We judge normal monetary cases um, uh, of uh, you know, uh, lending and borrowing and, and, and everything like that but uh, no payments were there, uh, no um, uh, positions where there are penalties uh, involved. We don't, uh, cases where there are penalties involved are not judged in Bava. Alright, so uh, even because it's not common uh, for a dog to go for something big uh, like a lamb or a chicken uh, to go for a, uh, I mean a cat uh, to go for a chicken uh, and therefore even though uh, it might be eating it, it's classified as kerin uh, and, and therefore would be liable for a knas, would be like a goring uh, type of thing uh, and, uh, and, and therefore because they were tam, uh, they only would have to only pay for half and we say half is a knas and that's why uh, it's a fine and therefore we don't pay for it uh, in, we don't have these cases in Bavel. Alright, uh, now Vahan uh, Emili, we just qualify that it says Han Emili that's only where the dog uh, or the cat attached an animal, attacked an animal much larger uh, than it, which is uh, abnormal behavior. Aval, uh, if a dog attacked something smaller than it, uh, then, uh, and, or cat attacked something smaller than it, orkahu. Uh, we say that is a standard um, type of behavior uh, for these things and they got pleasure because they ate it uh, as well so therefore you'd be liable to uh, full damages uh, for such a thing. Alright uh, and, uh, and now uh, uh, and therefore even in Bavel we would uh, judge these types of cases. Alright, tafas law, mafkin and minay and even in the cases where it would be considered uh, a fine uh, if uh, the person who was damaged came along and snatched 
uh, property of uh, of uh, the owner or maybe the animal itself that did the damage uh, in order to cover his loss. Uh, we don't law mafkinin mina. We we allow them uh, to keep it. Uh, we don't uh, we don't like force them to return it as well because really that is essentially the. Um, uh, getting involved in a case where there's a knas uh, uh, um, uh, portion of it. And if you say kavu, uh, um, if the person uh, who was damaged, it says kavu lis mana dazlina laara de Israel. So yeah, fix me a time, uh, make me a court date, and I'll go up to Eretz Israel. I'll come in front of judges uh, that uh, have had got smicha and can judge this case kavian uh, So what we do, uh, we do fix a time for him, and he has to schlep all the way to. to Israel and do it. Okay, so it's quite interesting because probably the costs and time of, uh, of going there outweigh uh, the value of whatever it is. Anyway, but uh, that's uh, this guy's issue. Uh, you know, he love Azil, Masham Tim Lay. And if he if he's so uh, insistent on doing it, but then he doesn't uh, go, uh, it's so insistent on saying, listen, I'll go to Israel. And then he doesn't go, we actually excommunicate him uh, for, for not listening. Uh, to 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 uh, to what they what he asked uh, the court to do. Ubankach ubankach mishamtin lay ad desalik chazeka. And also uh, we excommunicate in both cases uh, the owner of the animal until he takes away uh, this animal that's uh, obviously now considered dangerous. Okay, uh, he somehow has to uh, calm the animal down, uh, uh, you know, by by doing something to it, uh, restraining it the whole time, uh, or killing it. Okay, that's it somehow uh, taking away. Uh, the possibility of danger. Uh, it says, Mid Rabbi Natan, uh, like uh, we learn from Rabbi Natan de Tanya, uh, as Rabbi Natan taught him, Rata Rabbi Natan Omer, Minayan Shlo Yagdil Adam Kelevra Betoch Beto. How do you know uh, that you're not allowed to uh, 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 allow, uh, raise this uh, vicious dog uh, in your house? Kelevra, uh, literally, an evil uh, dog, an aggressive dog. It says, Val Yamid Sulam Raua. You're not allowed to have uh, a ladder that is uh, unstable, shaky, uh, and could break at any moment. How do you know? You're not allowed those things in your house. You're not allowed to have blood uh, in your house. Verse in Ki chapter 22, uh, verse 8. Uh, so we see uh, these types of things uh, are totally not allowed uh, in a person's house. Okay, that's, uh, you're not allowed to bring blood into your house, so that's why... Um, any item uh, that could cause uh, you know, uh, damage, so much damage that it is life-threatening. If you don't um, remove it, the halakha is that you're violated, uh, bring, you know, the, the, the prohibition of bring, bringing blood uh, into your house. That is why uh, we have railings around roofs. There's the, the source of the marker as well. All right, so, so that is that. You're not allowed a dangerous situation to be in your house, and if the, the, this uh, dog or the cat is around, uh, the owner is violating uh, this the whole time, and that's why the, the the court could excommunicate him uh, for for not dealing with it properly. Okay, uh, you know, guys have pit bulls. You read it, all those stories about the terrible stories about pit bulls attacking people, etc. So this is uh, very much uh, what we are talking about. All right, next Mishnah, uh, which we'll do Chamisha, Tamim Chamisha Muadim. It says there are five animals uh, that are, are Tamim and five that are considered Muadim. Okay, we'll see. We'll explain. The Gemara is going to explain this. It's seemingly quite cryptic uh, about, you know, that it's, it's uh, um, there are, you know, five things uh, which you know, is it is a tam? Is seemingly five animals which are tam, uh, or, or maybe. There you are know, five things uh, that the animal can do uh, 
uh, you know, and, and, and uh, can do twice uh, without being called uh, and still be, be referred to as a tam, uh, and, uh, but only after the third time uh, it is a muad. And once, there's, once it's an, there are five things uh, which an animal is considered uh, to be forewarned for already, uh, even though it hasn't done anything ever before, and they'd have to pay full damages straight away. All right, so now the Gemara says, Bahama, Aino Moedit, Law, Li Gach. Uh, talking about uh, Karen over here, uh, an animal is not considered uh, uh, warned already uh, when it comes to Nigicha, right? Ligach, goring, velo, ligof, not for pushing with his body, lo leshoch, not for biting, velo lerobot, and not for crouching down, velo levot, and not for kicking as well. Uh, that is considered abnormal behavior, uh, i.e., Karen. Uh, type of behavior where it's just causing damage uh, for damage shakes uh, and uh, it's, it's therefore it's not getting enjoyment uh, per se uh, and, and therefore the owner would only be liable for half. So those are the five things uh, that an animal would, uh, a person, an owner would only be liable for half uh, the damages until the animal is defined as muad. However, Hashem, Muadet, Lechol, Etareilo. So an animal eating something, uh, that is considered absolutely normal behavior as long as something uh, for which it's uh, fit uh, for, for it to eat, okay. Uh, you know, it, uh, otherwise, it doesn't get enjoyment, and that would be uh, considered like goring, like a, like carrying. Okay, so uh, as long as it's normal for it to eat, harego muedet lishwar bederechilucha, and the animal's leg, uh, the category of that is where an animal's uh, it, it's normal for it to walk in the normal way of walking. Okay, while it walks, it knocks things, it breaks things. Sure, uh, hamuad, and then there is an ox that is muad uh, uh, as well. So he's defined uh, even for damages of kerin. Vashor hamazik brushut hanizak, right? And an ox. Uh, the fourth one is an ox that causes damage to someone while on the on the um, on the in, in, inside uh, someone else's property uh, the, the the damaged person's uh, property the, 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 the this ox causes damage there he'd be liable uh, for full amounts even if though he might have not done it before okay Adam and so too a person any damage done by a person uh, is, is considered uh, muad uh, from the get-go uh, and that is uh, that, that is that so now uh, we see uh, and now we have a list of wild animals has a ave okay the wolf vary the lion vadov the bear vanemer and uh, the leopard vabarilas and the barilas okay the gomorrah is going to discuss it uh, but uh, the the corin uh, says listen there could be uh, any number of different animals uh, they are uh, in different places in the gomorrah it could be that a barilas is dealt with differently as well uh, and some people say uh, that it's like a marten or a polecat so some kind of small uh, type of creature but other people say uh, it is hyena and some people even say uh, it is a cheetah okay that's a barilas so it says uh, and a snake uh, all of these ones considered muad uh, they will damage you uh, immediately and there's no um, uh, you know, there's no tam with regarding to them. Bisman, Shahin, Tarbut, When they have uh, been domesticated, uh, then they are not considered uh, warned beforehand. However, uh, a snake is uh, considered uh, warned. Uh, you're warned about that uh, forever, and that's it. And uh, you know, even uh, you, know, you even you might think you've you've somehow trained. Uh, the snake they used to, to, to train snakes we say no uh, essentially uh, they are uh, 
uh, are vicious and, uh, and, and can uh, bite. As opposed to a lion, you might be able to train a lion, uh, etc. And uh, maybe a, a bear, uh, and uh, you might become, uh, you know, it's, it's tame and it's, it's trained, and therefore you might think it is fine. Snakes can never uh, be trained. All right, um, that is, uh, that, that's a good uh, place to stop. Uh, so we'll do that and we'll pick up tomorrow uh, with further discussion uh, about this. In the meantime, everyone should have a great day. Uh,